Welcome to the sanctuary. You're listening to DC Radio 96.3 HD4 and dcradio.gov, where we inspire, educate, and empower women of color to unapologetically transform into their most authentic and healthy selves by tapping into the goddess within. Welcome to the sanctuary. You're listening to DC Radio 96.3 HD4 and dcradio.gov. I'm Wendy Cherry, your host, and I am so excited to have this amazing duo of Tama Aziz Serwa and Manifest Ra. So Tama is from the womb sauna and Manifest is from the sage men. And I'm so grateful that they are doing double duty today. They have both already been in the sanctuary and they are back. So I'm so grateful. Um, And we're going to be talking about a really interesting topic. And it is divine masculine plus divine feminine equals co-creation. Now, I don't know if any of you have heard of that before. And many of many of you probably have. But for those of you who haven't, we're going to break it all the way down. And when you balance your divine masculine and your divine feminine, you can um, we can men and women can come together to work to help each other heal. Now, I've never heard that before, before I met you all. Really? So let's get into it and let's talk about it. And while we're doing that, I'll also just have you talk about who you are and how you got this information and um, why you're sharing it. So me being, um, you know, having some issues with health, right? I go to see Tama. And you know where she she's she's the womb son of priestess, and she puts you on the pot, and she sits at your feet, and she talks to you about different things that um, may be impacting your womb. So we're sitting there, and before the actual meeting, she says, "Balance yourself." So sort of do tree pose. Mm-hmm. It's a yoga pose. Now I practiced. I have been practicing yoga up to that point. This may have been two years ago, and um, so I'm doing my tree pose. You know. When I'm in class, sometimes I'm falling, sometimes I'm not. It just depends. But I am clear that I feel better on one side usually than the other. So when she said to do it, she also noted that I had more, I guess, strength on the masculine side versus the feminine side. And so she said, "Okay, so we are going to talk about balancing that. And that was the first time that I'd ever heard of anybody tell me that even after having taken yoga for a few years up to that point. When we're we're in class, they just say, do the tree pose. So we just do the tree pose with no explanation on what that could mean energetically, right? Mm -hmm. So what did that mean when you told me that? Well, you know, when women in particularly, and men, honestly, whenever you start doing your own healing work, you'll begin to recognize your output and input. So from an energetic perspective, masculine and feminine energy, and if you're trying to identify, am I being a little bit more masculine in my energy or more feminine, 
Look at your input and output. The anatomy of the womb takes things in. As women, we are absorbers, right? And masculine energy pushes things out, right? So I was looking at your body, and I noticed that you had a lot of masculine energy. You were in a overgiving space. Mm-hmm. And it was showing up in your physiology, even in nature, we have clues. Like, I'm one of them tree hugger chicks, right? So, I love to go out in nature. I love to look at flowers and such. And I would notice that certain flowers looked really feminine and warm, nurturing. And then you get a cactus, right? right. <laughs> so, right. even in nature, there's a principle that we identify as masculine and feminine. And what that's speaking to is your input, your ability to receive, and your output. And how that's showing up. Then you get Manifest and I together and we co-create and show you how to unify it all. Right. And that's where the magic happens. Right. Okay. So makes sense now. Um, And I noticed when you said that in um, when you said that in that session, I noticed that I do feel a little masculine. You know what I'm saying? And maybe it's because I have to handle shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I'm from a single parent. I saw my mom handling stuff my whole life. I saw all the women who were around me handling things. And so when I became when I became divorced and then became a single mother, I had to handle stuff. So I felt like I just had to um, make it happen, you know, and by any means necessary. And I think that even in um, relationships that kind of showed up, you Mm. know, in relationships with males that even showed up, I've had, I definitely have had relationships with men who present very masculine, but then I also have had relationships with men who kind of like what I would say more in their feminine, but not in a homosexual kind of way, which was... um, Oh, yeah, we all are masculine and feminine. You know, we have that in all of us. And what you need more of turns on in your life depending on your situation. So like you said, single mom, divorce. So you needed to cultivate more of your masculine energy and your output. That's not a good or bad thing. That's a reality. It's a reality. That's a reality. And so... Um, it's okay. I don't. I want to give this conversation context that just because you're a woman doesn't mean you shouldn't know how to channel your masculine energy or that if you are using more of that, that's a bad thing. I don't like right. that context of good or bad. Right. I think okay. we have the opportunity to learn about it. Right. And figure out how to integrate it and harmonize it. That's what. That's what the goal really is. And so that's what the whole purpose of this meeting is about of this um episode of the sanctuary Mm -hmm. um i want us to like how do you how do we even is it does it come when we're born is it in us already like how does it how do we know about it how do we know that it's in there identify it and be able to harness it in a in a good way i want to hear manifest answer that okay if if that's okay absolutely I want to tag him in on that. <laughs> First and foremost, it's a pleasure to be on here with you, yeah. two uh, phenomenal women, uh, doing work within yourselves and helping so many other women, <clears throat> and being open to uh, working with men. Absolutely. And um, uh, we come into this incarnation <clears throat> with a certain blueprint. <clears throat> Excuse me. And um, 
So, you know, we can look at things from a more general standpoint, um, but it's also very important that we look at things from an individual standpoint. In other mm-hmm. words, there, there's certain ways of being, there's certain uh, physio- physiological needs and 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 way that ways that men actually show up in the world. Same thing with women. And then there's some specifics on how we came into the world okay. uh, in this incarnation. So you okay. might have a uh, a situation where you have a woman who, uh, from her family karma, uh, what transpired with her mom. Um, and that particular woman when she was in the womb of her mother mm-hmm. and also what was going on within the seed of the father, which might bring her uh, into this incarnation with a very charged or masculine energy. Okay. You see? So then it's uh, uh, very important that she uh, um, have knowledge of self and not look at her play, look at her being from a place of judgment on why am I showing up like this? Right, mm-hmm. you know, That's do good. do some very uh, deep um, um, soul work, if you will, in terms of how she came into being, and then work from there from a place of balance. You know, so for example, uh, and, and I've told this, uh, shared this on, on on quite a few occasions, is that when I was in my mom's womb, my dad was in Vietnam, so. Um, she felt abandoned to a certain extent that he wasn't going to come back, that he would get killed in Vietnam. So um, I was in the womb. I absorbed this, internalized this fear of being abandoned. So from my own tantric studies, I found out that um, when a a baby is in the womb um, and they experience fear or trauma or, or abandonment, that the lower chakras are not quite as as pronounced, wow. if you will. The child, the baby wants to stay in the upper, the heavenly realm and doesn't necessarily want to come out um, and engage the earth realm. Wow. So uh, it took me a while to um, figure that out. Like, wow, why am I naturally expressing myself from my upper faculties, from my upper chakras, but I'm not quite as rooted as, as I need to be? And so um, I remember my first Qigong master about almost 20 years ago. He was able to pick it up. He's been in it for a long time. He said, ah, you're Jing a little weak. Well, Jing is is the, um, from Chinese medicine, the term which represents the primal and grounding aspect of our being. So in some of these uh, scenarios can take uh, um, quite a bit of time. That's not something that you resolve within one day, one year, five or 10 years, it's a process, so forth and so on. So I would say, yes, there's certain uh, categories, certain um, variables that relate to us as men and women, um, but we also have to go beyond that and say, okay, how do I show up relative to what I signed up to do in this incarnation? You know, mm-hmm. and how does my family mm-hmm. karma and my mom and dad and those seven generations back have to do with how I'm showing up. That's amazing because I've heard that story before, but it didn't click with me about wanting to exist sort of like in the heavenly realm instead of being balanced, grounded, and in the heavenly realm because I feel like that's where I, I like to play. You know, <laughs> I like to play What's up there. Sign? Scorpio. Okay, okay, okay. I like to stay up there, so that just was like an aha moment for me. So, Tama, when you have women who come to sit on the pot at the womb sauna, well, first, for those who don't know, what is the womb sauna? 
The Womb Sauna is a company that has been blessed to introduce women worldwide to the art of vaginal steaming. And that then evolved into just empowerment overall. And so not only do we provide that service and products, herbal, all natural products that help with reproductive and endocrine health. We are now teaching women how to heal everything and doing classes and retreats and events. And so that's what the womb sauna is. You can check it out at the This makes me think, Wendy, this conversation and what Manifest just said, it makes me think about the scripture in the Bible that says, I knew you before you were in your mother's womb. Hmm. And we forget that our human composition is just not physical we are emotional we are spiritual we have an energy body that we refer to as the chakra system and such but the power of the work i'm doing with women when you put all of this in context is where does all of that get born right and it's in the womb not just the flesh the bone the brain the organs but that child's personality so like what manifest was sharing about absorbing his mother's energy of fear of abandonment i teach women when you come into session with me how to understand the root cause of whatever's manifesting in your life and in your body Mm. and sometimes that does go back to before you even manifested in your physical body. We're talking about you being in your grandmother's womb when you were in your mama's womb. Right. You know, and right. my grandmama was still dealing with segregation and all kinds of things. And so um, there is that need to get in touch with yourself and call in deep compassion mm-hmm. and self-love and radical self-acceptance so that you don't judge yourself for the things you're discovering about yourself along the way. Right. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of where I had to um, be, I had to go on the lane of not like being down on myself about the things that I was discovering, things that I had never heard of before, never had a frame of reference before. And um, so I took Tama's class a few years ago, um, the womb sauna, like six week. Oh, the six week womb healing six intensive. Six week, mm-hmm. week intensive, right? So we would have calls and I was adopted. So we were talking about being in the womb, right? So I was adopted. And so I was dealing with things probably energetically, spiritually that I had no frame of reference for because I did not have a relationship enough to be able to ask my biological mother What was she dealing with? What was happening? And then also when you put up a child for adoption, imagine the trauma that, or the, it doesn't even have to be trauma. Imagine the emotions and the things that you're going through when you have to, one, find out you're pregnant, two, decide you don't want to keep the baby, and then three, go through the process. So she was going through all those things um, while she was, while I was in her womb. And so I obviously internalized some of those things and um they were showing up now you know it's the nature versus nurture i had a great family i i you know had a good upbringing i'm grateful for all that but still that wasn't my um the ancestry of me right so it was it was showing up for me and i did not know why because i didn't have a frame of reference so when you told me about it then i was able to get more information be more aware of how i am showing up and and then also be compassionate about to myself with that it's okay 
And now I have new information so I can move differently because I have new information. Mm -hmm. So that was beautiful for me. But I'd only known about it from a, a female perspective. Mm. So we're talking about a male perspective. I, I'm just starting to, and Tama, you also introduced me to Manifest. Mm -hmm. So I'm just also knowing that we all need healing because I think men, as far as the men that I've been exposed to and around and in relationship with, then they the tough guys. They good, I'm all right. I don't need this or that, you know, I don't cry or I'm hard or whatever. And that's not always true. It's because they may be hurting too. Let's go there a little more deeply because I feel like there are certain things you won't know about yourself until you're triggered. Right, right. <laughs> so you want to see people start getting triggered, just put a bunch of men and women in the room together. <laughs> Honestly, oh, yeah. am, I, am I lying? Absolutely. Right? So we mirror um, in each other, especially in intimate relationships. Mm -hmm. You mirror to each other where you're still wounded. Mm -hmm. Then we make the mistake when we don't have the tools of thinking it's your responsibility, mirror, to now do the work I need to do to heal myself. And so we have a lot of men and women unable to co-create these magical experiences where we harmonize well in each other's energy and in presence because we don't trust each other. True. And why don't we trust each other? Because we don't even trust ourselves. Mm -hmm. And you can't give what you don't have. You know, and so I think what Manifest and I have been doing in supporting each other's work and collaborating is creating a space for you to get your feet wet and say, oh, this is what it's like for me as a woman who's experienced trauma from men all my life to be amongst men and not go into a full-blown panic attack. <laughs> you know, that's a real experience and vice versa for men who may have grown up in emotionally abusive environments and been shut down and told you ain't nothing are now being asked culturally and in their households to stand up as a leader and they want to but don't know how to. And then they're around all these women looking at them to lead. Right. So right. we have all of these different experiences happening. And I think it is the universe's way of saying it's time to face this and get the tools out there to help people co-create this beautiful divine masculine and divine feminine exchange you know you said something earlier uh well thanks that was very enlightening uh, uh Tamer. you said something earlier wendy, wendy about um women and, and yourself in particular being around men or being with men who uh wanted to always show the tough guy right yeah and, and so when you look at how we're fashioned as as men and women um, the majority of the body is water. Okay. Mm -hmm. The majority of the earth is water. Mm -hmm. Teach. We have to drink so many glasses of water a day to stay hydrated and healthy. So from a, a Tai Chi and Qigong standpoint, we oftentimes say water is the element that best represents the elevated human being. Okay. Being f always fluid, being able to flow where nature wants you to go as opposed to being restricted, stagnant, trying to hold within what should flow out. So I say that meaning that um, there's a false um, notion of what manhood really is, that okay. I gotta be the tough guy all mm -hmm. the time. Right. When actually um, the best warriors have been those who did show their vulnerability who were able to release that which was holding them back from being the best version of themselves, traumas and dramas and so forth and so on. So we have to teach men 
uh, a new way of manhood, a new way okay. of, of, of showing up that um, it's very important because what happens is that men, from my observation, can become abusive if they're trying to hold their yin in. Mm. Okay. So in other words, how can I have a great relationship with the divine feminine, the divine yin, if I'm not even in tune with my yin within? Mm-hmm. You see, right. If I'm abusing my own yin, ah, nah, I can't. I can't cry under any circumstances. That ain't happening. You know what I mean? I can't, you know, be among men and women and, and, and really tell them what's going on. I can't do any of that. You okay. see what I'm saying? So right. now a woman shows up and he extends that same lack of empathy for the yin, for the feminine, or for that, that uh, nurturing side, he extends that out with how he relates to the women. So that's how you, how you can have men who become abusive. Because wow. first and foremost, they're abusive to, they're not able to sit and be quiet. They're not able to mm-hmm. listen. They're not able to ask the questions and ask for that divine insight. And, and really nurture themselves. Right. So. You, how did you get to this? You, you said that your mom, you know, you, you had some insecurities. And so then you kind of like took a deeper dive into it to start to heal yourself. But what about the, the regular old brother who has never heard of this before? What are like the top three things he can do today after hearing this or watching this Facebook Live to start to become more in tune with you know this what you're th- what we're talking about because I feel like you know sometimes we might be talking airy and they don't even know you you said tantra you said qigong <laughs> you said a whole bunch of things that I know that most people that I know have no clue about so what are some practical I, I like to say that I'm real woo realistic and woo woo <laughs> real woo woo so let's talk about some realistic things that the brothers because I know the women are running to healing many of them the ones that I know, they are running. They want to do every single thing, try every pill, try every rap, try every womb sauna, try every mastermind to, to get it done. But the brothers are not necessarily there yet. And let's ask why, let's ask one, why do you think they aren't there yet? And then two, the practical tips. The reason they're not yet there yet uh, in mass is that uh, there's shifts that take place on the planet. Um, the pole shifts, um, where um, uh, the humanity can become a bit more patriarchal okay. or matriarchal over time period. Okay. And so, uh, for a long time, we were in more of a, a I would say, a patriarchal or a masculine. I wouldn't necessarily call it the divine masculine paradigm. Okay. But a masculine paradigm that was exploitative, that was at times abusive to the to the yin, the feminine, and okay. that shows up showed up with how um, men treated women um, around the world uh, as second-class citizens at times, um, how we were abusive and always looking to war amongst ourselves, mm-hmm. and how we even uh, abused and manipulated and exploited the planet. So in order for the planet and humanity to not only survive but continue to thri- but thrive, mm-hmm. that shift from a planetary standpoint and a galactic standpoint had to take place more to the feminine. Okay. So with that, you have women who are coming more into their divine feminine because that's the planetary shift. 
Okay. And so naturally, you all is like, hey, I'm in, I'm coming into myself. I'm you know this emerging uh, energy that's not just a woman on an individual standpoint, but from a collective standpoint. So it's uh, it's incumbent uh, on women to really step up to bring that nurturing that was absent on the planet for so long, that nurturing for humanity, for the planet, for saving the resources and, and actually using the planetary resources in a way that benefit all. That's, how can I say it, it is a bit more of a, a divine feminine, uh, you know, um, um, how can I say it, en- energetic expression. Okay. So naturally you all are being who you all are called to be right now. Okay. So mm-hmm. men, it's, it's very important that we um, become more balanced that we see, okay, I'm not this one-dimensional, two-dimensional, three-dimensional man where I'm simply showing up as the warrior. I'm just a tough guy. Or I'm just showing up as the provider, you know, um, paying the bills, so forth and so on. I mean, those are very important. Mm -hmm. But you have a variety of archetypes that represent divine masculine energy, you know, the healer, um, the visionary. So you have a number of different aspects that most men, have not tapped into and aligned with. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Can you give examples? Like, what would that look like? What does a warrior look like? I mean, I'm thinking the, um, like, Mel Gibson when he was, you know, in some of those roles. Or, like, who are the people, who are showing up in the way that you're saying these seven archetypes that we could identify with to give us a frame of reference? Mm. Well, great. Uh, Some of them are... uh, been amongst us over the past um, several decades. When you look at uh, Malcolm X, okay, um, you're talking about uh, a man who had a serious evolutionary curve. Mm. You know, he went, he came into existence from a a very uh, proud, culturally, politically, spiritually astute family, mother and father, Garveyites, they were very much into um, empowerment for black people, people of color. Um, and then he went, obviously, uh, into the streets and had a number of different uh, experiences that were, um, how can I say it, um, a part of his learning curve. And then uh, he healed himself. Obviously, he had assistance from um, um, certain people like Elijah Muhammad and, and, and others. So he was able to heal himself from a lot of the traumas that he went through okay. as a boy coming up, so forth and so on, in his early adulthood years. And then, obviously, you're talking about a man with a vision, mm-hmm. you know, with mm-hmm. a vision, first and foremost, for black folks. And then that expanded out to humanity as he continued to grow. Um, you're talking about someone who was willing to put it all on the line and not just for himself, for his family and his community, but humanity. Right. And so the warrior has the ability to uh, transcend his fears, mm-hmm. you know, not live in his fears, but transcend his fears and continue moving forward. Um, you're talking about a pillar. Um, someone who actually is a leader, not just within their family, but their community. Obviously, that was Malcolm X. He obviously, he had a very spiritual side. He mm-hmm. went to Mecca, and he, and he joined a very spiritual movement. So you're talking about someone who is aligned with all of those divine masculine archetypes. Same thing with Martin Luther King. Um, we also have uh, uh, leaders today. I would say anyone who comes forward and acknowledges their pain and traumas and, and things of that nature and 
and really steps up to be the best version of themselves as men or women mm-hmm. uh, is representative of the warrior. And so we need more examples. Um, I would say uh, men who are coming forward and acknowledging that they were sexually abused. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you have more men coming forward today. That's an example <laughs> of the divine masculine, that mm-hmm. warrior. You know what I mean? Because uh, I want to say naturally, but there's a tendency like, ah, man, I'm not sharing that. Right. I'm just going to continue to self-medicate. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Abuse myself. You know, right. Like, take it out on other and folks. others. So yeah. to actually come forward and say, yeah, nah, I, I, this didn't define me. You know what I mean? This was something I went through with three, four, five, mm-hmm. ten, or whatever, but this is not my life path. And so I'm going to liberate myself from this. That's a warrior. So wow. we have to redefine what that is. Not somebody that, nah, I ain't going to tell this under any circumstances. I'm just going to take this to the grave, continue to be an alcoholic, and hurt people. Right. That's not the warrior. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. So let's go back to the tips, mm-hmm. unless you have something to add there. I was going to say, when I'm asked that question, I say manifest or off. <laughs> Because you are a living demonstration of all of these archetypes. I just want to honor you and and tell the people this is why I really love the work you're doing with Sagemen. You are pioneering what this looks like in our day and age. And so kudos to you for, for being that warrior for us, people like Wendy and myself, to look to. And when people are looking... Forward, I say manifest Rod. I just gave somebody your number yesterday. I said, call him. He is living it. You are the first man I met that I said, wow, he's really balanced in his masculine and feminine. It was beautiful to see. It is beautiful to see. So I just wanted to acknowledge you. Thank you so much, mm-hmm. Tama. I appreciate that. And uh, I would even encourage whenever y'all see men stepping up and being the best version of themselves, always acknowledge him. Because there is, uh, as I said, that planetary shift where where it's more natural for you all to step up and embrace these expansive archetypes for what the divine feminine is. Men, oftentimes, we need some encouragement. I mean, when I I come, uh, when I organize some of the uh, uh, retreats and and men's workshops, and and in many cases, the men are showing up because the women told them they didn't (laughs) need it. Not because they want to be like, we go around the circle like, yeah. You know what? I'm going to put my hand up, too. She told me I need to be there. Right. You know what I mean? I'm thinking I'm here because if I don't go, she might meet a brother. Who was that? You know what I mean? So so you have, so you don't, in, in many cases, you don't have brothers. You don't have men showing up by their own accord. And so by you giving them that nudge, like, listen, brother, you know, I, I see great things in you. Mm-hmm. First of all, I want to acknowledge you as being a king, God, warrior, so forth and so on. But I also want to encourage you. There's a workshop. There's a retreat coming up. Mm-hmm. And uh, we need a stronger version of who you are. You see what I'm saying? So it's, it's lifting them up and encouraging them. I think that's very important uh, in this day of time when men are like, ah, man, what, you know, you mean to tell me I, can, I just can't be two-dimensional? I, I, you know, I thought I was paying the bills. Or I thought I was the warrior. No, we need to push men. We need to nudge men. We need to help them understand that they're great, you know, by the way in which they're, that's their birthright, but that needs to fully come through. And the more you all can um, hold men up, Mm-hmm. Even in, in uh, you know, when you're amongst their presence, you might not even need to say it verbally. Just say a little prayer with them. You mm-hmm. know, send mm-hmm. that brother some good energy. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think um, energy is transferable, so everything is energy. So the more you all energetically um, um, send that good energy, those prayers and that mm-hmm. support, um, it becomes 
a unifying force with the divine masculine at times when you don't even have to say anything. Right. Which means it's giving birth to something greater. Mm -hmm. So I became aware of you through Tama. Now Tama had a retreat um, and it was, tell us about your retreat. And then Elevation tell us about began, the video yeah. because the video took off, yeah. Was crazy. Yeah, and that's off. how I became aware. So I want to hear about that. Mm -hmm. Then I want to hear what the Sage Men is. And then I want to hear how did you get to there? So she gave you a lot of kudos and I agree. But how who held you up? Who gave you the encouragement to get to that point? So Elevation Weekend. So Elevation Weekend <clears throat> is a four day healing experience where people um, and it was designed for women come from all over the world to Maryland. This beautiful retreat center it has over 300 acres of sacred land. Gorgeous. So we're putting this together. We had took a break for a year and brought it back last year. And I remember and looking at what I felt like was the pulse of the people. What was missing was women's ability to receive the divine masculine energy. Mm -hmm. And I do think that there is an illusion that there are not enough men coming into this awakening. But in the work that I do, I'm actually seeing a lot of men wake up and walk in their power. And so I wanted the women attending to see them interact and receive that healing energy. And this started with Manifest not years ago. You know, we uh, collaborated on something and I remember I brought some sisters and he had the brothers there and we talked about, you know, this was the defining moment for me when the brothers stood in front of us and they were like, whatever man was here before that wounded you, I'm bringing my energy to assist in correcting that wound. Mm -hmm. That was life changing for it's me. It's mind blowing to even hear that. Yes, because as a black <clears throat> woman in America, we don't get that kind of energy often. No, ma'am. But it's happening more and more. So I used Elevation Weekend as a house for that. And I asked Manifest to bring this age men and to hold space for the women. And it was amazing. So, <laughs> I mean, I didn't even know them. So I said, I'm going to have to have ushers next time because the women was dropping. I said, we're going to need some white cloths or something. <laughs> it was so powerful. They are still talking about it. We are recruiting for Elevation Weekend now for the next one. And I, and I said, there's no way I can turn back. I right. got to, you know, continue to hold that space for that. Some of the testimonies that came were women literally for the first time felt like they were receiving genuine, like agape love from a man. Right. These are women, some of them grew up in homes with their daddies. Some of them have been married before. Mm -hmm. But the first time they felt that kind of love from a man was at Elevation Weekend. Amazing. Amazing. Right. And so that's how that came about. And we're going to do greater. Greater is coming. So in the show notes, when we finish this, I'm going to put the video there. Okay. So people can watch yeah, so it. They can see it. So you invited the sage men manifest. What, who are the sage men? Yes. Wow. Great question. And, uh, I remember back in 2013, um, through my nonprofit heal humanity, we had a, a monthly event series and, uh, mm -hmm. Um, oftentimes I will go into uh, my meditative silence to get divine insight 
into what that monthly theme uh, is. I'm guided by my ancestors and, and creator. And so what came through me, it was coming, it was uh, nearing the summer solstice. And so the summer solstice is the most masculine time in that hemisphere. So okay. we out doing things as much, um, the most daylight uh, in that hemisphere. And um, people are drumming, surfing, all those kinds of things. Obviously, during the winter solstice, it's the more divine feminine uh, from the regard that, you know, people are introspective, meditative, just in the self-nurturing, all those kinds of things to get that divine insight, more stillness. So what came through me was that oftentimes men have used this masculine energy in abusive ways to the planet, to women, uh, to the divine feminine. And I said, okay, let's use this powerful masculine energy in a way that honors, protects, and heals women. Right. And that was basically mm -hmm. not just revolution, but evolutionary. Thinking like, wow, okay, we can take this masculine energy, this powerful masculine energy during this heightened time of the year and actually channel it to be that warrior, to right. be that healer uh, for all things feminine. And so uh, I had no idea what I was getting myself into. <laughs> <laughs> right, I bet. Yeah. I was like, hey, thank you, uh, creator. Sounds yeah. great. Right. So, you know, Tamer brought the women, and, and obviously the men were there. And um, it was, she had the, she had the, um, the um, how can I say it, intuition uh, to know that, okay, hey, let you know, let me take the women over in the corner somewhere because they're probably not going to be initially receptive right. to this masculine energy. Right. I didn't I didn't pick that up. You know right. what I'm saying? So that just right. goes to show you how you need both the yeah. divine feminine and the yes. divine masculine. I mean, yeah. you know, with me, we probably would have just been like, like right, we so know how to give. I'm like, well, we know how to receive. <laughs> Let me go handle these girls over here for a second. Right. <laughs> Could you imagine, you know, that charged energy from the brothers and the sisters not be quite ready and Able open. Able to receive. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. You know, it perhaps could have been worse than what, a you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Wow. So I give thanks because Tamer was able to take the sisters, women, and they did some wound work, some meditations, some affirmation, prayers, and all of that, and, and, and got themselves ready. And I was over there helping the brothers get rooted, get into our masculine energy, our grounding energy, and be aligned and open up our hearts. So after about 30 minutes, we came back and it was magic. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It was bringing the divine feminine and the divine masculine together. And men, we said a number of things. We did affirmations. We did energy work with the sisters. Um, we gave y'all roses and carnations yeah. and fresh coconut, coconut water, water that was just made house. like a couple this of hours before. Of <laughs> and this woman was like, you can't be serious. Yeah. Where is this bit? Right. This can't be a one night stand, brother. You know, mm -hmm. we, we need more of this. I mean, you got women weeping, opening up, saying like, hey, this is the first time they had been among men, yeah. black men in particular, yeah. where it was about healing. It was about that agape. It was mm -hmm. about that upliftment. And can you imagine a woman 35, 40, 45 saying she never experienced anything like this? Yeah. yeah. Well, it's, that's it's what amazing. I was going to say. I'm thinking about that. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking about my own experience I'm, I haven't really necessarily been, or, and my grandparents and my, my elders, they were very kind to me, very loving, whatever. But amongst my peers, mm -hmm. I had never been really honestly, even in relationships where I felt 100% safe. Mm. I felt like from from a male perspective, if mm -hmm. I had a boyfriend, I always felt like maybe 80% of me might have felt okay, but there was always a little nagging 20% that'd be like, I have to do extra this, I have to be this, I have to do this, I have to, 
and I'm not safe, so I always gotta keep my third eye on that fool. Whatever, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and so also, just in any old situation, walking Work down plays, the street, every, yeah, yeah, walking down the street, you get, you could potentially get, or I have gotten pot, uh, feedback from males. They'll say, oh, you this, or you look that, or whatever, but I always didn't necessarily feel it was a safe place, even just to say thank you. I'll always try to say thank you, but then I'm always worried about what's next. Like, I don't want anything to be next. The feeling has always been what's required of me. What is required for Mm -hmm. me to accept your, hey girl, you look pretty today, or even get the drink at the club. Now you got to follow me around the whole night Mm because you just bought me a drink. Like, I I don't feel like all that sometimes. So that's a great thing that you were able to give them energy um, so that they felt safe. Because I saw this one lady, she fell on the ground on your oh, video, yeah, yeah. and they I was like, dropping, yo. They was dropping. Yeah. And even before, even at Elevation Weekend, before we started the, the ceremony, there were a few women that came to me, like, trembling. Mm. Like, am I going to be okay? Oh. And I was like, wow. Yeah. And I think what this activates <clears throat> for women is the awareness of how exhausted we are. When the divine masculine healing, masculine energy comes in, it helps us recognize I'm really tired of this imbalance and not feeling safe and not, and it gives us a place to rest. And so I I think that's amazing. So manifest in your evolution, how did you get to the place where you are now? How did you get there? Who held space for you to be able to do this? Well, you know, Briefly, I like to go back to continue to talking about the sage men. So, the sage men was was born were born out of that divine masculine and feminine feminine coming together during the heightened the most masculine time on uh, in that hemisphere. So you know, so we're we're not just a, a group where hey men just come, came together and said let's let's come together as men. It was born out of manifest. That's our baby. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> the sage man was created as a real, that's amazing. I mean, we talk about this all the time and it just came to me. Like, that's so amazing. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> sage <laughs> man. Y'all are crazy. You never know what I'm going to say. Give me a mic. <laughs> so, I kind of lost my track of place because no, y'all talking about some babies no. and whatever. <laughs> talking about sage men and tell, tell them more. Right, yeah. exactly. So with that, we started having um, meetings on, you know, where are we going with this? And, um, you know, we, we've had stops and starts and things of that nature where we've had uh, uh, six-month uh, um, training programs. And where we are now, um, it was divine order and intervention that, Tamer was moved to reach out to me um, last year before last as we mm-hmm. came up on uh, Elevation Weekend because it was a clear call uh, for the uh, updated sagemen to come forward in a more mm. expansive way uh, where we will uh, be a global force uh, for men stepping into their divine power as the divine masculine. 
um, stepping up, representing all these archetypes, not a one-dimensional or two-dimensional man, but a man who is embodying, exemplifying, living seven archetypes of the divine masculine, the, the visionary, the warrior, the enterpriser, the healer, the tantric, the pillar, and the mystic. Can you imagine wow. men showing up like that? That's men showing up as God on mm -hmm. earth. Right. And so yes. you all are doing the goddess work. Mm -hmm. Y'all saying, where the God Where the gods at? That's <laughs> right. So oh, my God, shit. They, they sage men. That's where they at. Yes, mm -hmm. yeah. So that's, that's what we're exciting. bringing forward. We, we, oh, uh, we have a we have a a rites of passage coming up in the next couple of months. So okay. any men out there watching, uh, reach out and women who want men in their lives, their sons, their their, their fathers, their husbands. Give them that nudge. Yes. Mm -hmm. Give them that push. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> to come on out. So I'm excited. And of course, we're looking to do great work from here on out with Tama mm -hmm. and all that she's doing. So I'm excited about mm -hmm. the next Elevation Weekend. Yeah. We yeah. support each other. Yeah. So you wouldn't even believe that we only have like eight minutes left <laughs> in the whole thing. That's it just goes, it goes so fast. So I want to go back to something practical. Practical tips for from each of you, maybe two from each of you, on how we can begin to be even aware that it's good to balance this energy. Let's start with you, Tama. My practical tip would be expand your vision because you can't re receive what you don't have for what you can't see for yourself. Okay. So if you've had difficulty, whether you're male or woman or female, with receiving from the other. Start visualizing that that's not your story anymore. That's not your experience anymore. Be intentional about calling in a new experience. And you'll find yourself surrounded with that and that energy will be drawn to you. That's my practical tip. I really just think you need to see it for yourself. Right. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, I have an example of that mm -hmm. from Tama. So I was in the process of buying a house, right? And she was like, well, what do you want the house to look like? And I hadn't thought about it. I just said, I want a house. So she said, how many windows? Does the sun hit it the certain way? Blah, blah, blah. And as I started to really think about it, I really started to believe that that was something that I could get or that it was something that I could um, co-create because I hadn't thought of it before. So I started to write down things and two years later, boom, I love waking up to the sun hitting my face. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, my house is beautiful. I call it the Zen Palace, but I hadn't even thought. I just said, oh, I want a house. I hadn't even thought of the details. And when I was able to put the details out into the atmosphere, then I got them back. Mm -hmm. And even better than I thought that they would come. So just being able to envision it is, is really key. So thank it you is. for that. And then for you, we got five minutes left. So talk about... Um, some practical tips. So I feel like the women, we always get them. What about three from you for the brothers to start today? Well, a, a similar process. Some things are universal. Mm -hmm. um, men should really take some time to say, okay, you know, how do I want to show up in my highest possibilities on the planet as a man? Right. Transcending fears, limitations, what does that look like for me from a place of my purpose doing my purpose and living my purpose, being the best man in my relationship, mm -hmm. uh, from being maybe the best father uh, to being in optimal health across the board. And mm -hmm. just taking the time to visualize, envision that from that highest possibilities, hold that vision, make vision boards, whatever, so forth. Return to that daily because, as we know, as a man think of in, a, in his heart, so is he. Mm. So if men are holding their highest possibilities as their 
primary frame of reference, then they'll attract experiences like connections with brothers like Manifest mm-hmm. Rob, with, with, with connections with sister like, sisters like Tama mm-hmm. and Wendy that are encouraging men to be their very best. I would say number two, also men should be reading up and exploring what sacred manhood is. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a number of books out there that yeah. talk about um, this expansive um, a man, a divine manhood from the warrior, from the from all of those archetypes. Begin to read that and and actually um, uh, embrace that as your framework. Okay. Too oftentimes, men are saying, "Hey, I'm just a provider. I'm the warrior. I'm the tough guy." No, once you have that clarity of understanding that I am much more than all of that. I am God in the representation of man. Then you have to actively go out and look for examples on what that is. And then number three. I would say um, uh, start to really um, become more balanced as a yeah. man. Yeah. Okay. Um, nurture and strengthen both your yang, your yang energy, your, your masculine energy, your assertive energy, but also balance that out with meditation, mm-hmm. mindfulness practices, self-love, nurturing, reflection, quiet time, so that you can actually bring the best version of yourself to the table. And um, right. those are three practical tips that you can do daily. You can mm-hmm. meditate, visualize what it is that you want to do uh, on the planet as a man from your highest possibilities. You can begin researching, seeking out information about this sacred manhood experience. And number three, you can balance both your masculine and feminine energies within yourself. Mm-hmm. So can they, you're saying, you know, research this and do whatever. Where can they go? To find this, can they go to thesagemen.com or are there other places that they can go? Because I feel like, you know, very practical steps, just saying, like, what's a Google keyword? You know, like, <laughs> let's talk about being very specific. specific. Okay, well, thesagemen.com, uh, thesagemen.com. You can find us on, 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 on Facebook. And what does sage mean? Okay, sage, um, two definitions. Well, obviously, purification. When you think of sage as an incense, mm-hmm. it's used universally across the planet and even in other areas where it might, might not be specifically sage, but it's plant, but there's plants that are purifying, you okay. know, that actually clear the mind, that align with one from a place of spiritual purification. So uh, before we can embrace this best version of ourselves, we have to purify ourselves. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, then the second definition of the sage is actually uh, a man who is representa- representing the divine um, masculine on the planet. So when we think of sages, we think of whether it's Buddha, uh, mm-hmm. whether, uh, you know, people like Martin uh, Luther uh, King, very mm-hmm. wise, mm-hmm. elevated, divine mm-hmm. men. Mm-hmm. So again, you have, you have uh, it's dual. It's the purifying aspect of the man. That's where all the rights and the training and the daily work goes in. And then it's showing up as God. Okay, so... Let's just reiterate on where they can find you because we have a minute left. Where on social and what month is your, you don't have to give the specific dates because we're pretty evergreen. What month? We are in um, the winter right now. What month are your, is your retreat and your retreat so that people can go and sign up? So go to thewombsauna.com or just type in Google the womb sauna and you will find all of my social media. We're on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, LinkedIn, everywhere on the web. So thewombsauna.com and or just Google the womb sauna. And for the retreat coming up, Elevation Weekend, we are looking at August and you can go to myelevationweekend.com. Thank you. And thank you for, for joining me, Tama. Yes. Manifest.
Thank you. Pleasure to the, be here. The Sage Men, right? Oh, yeah. TheSageMen.com. We have a rights passage pro- program coming up uh, towards the uh, spring equinox. Okay. So about another two and a half, three months. And uh, TheSageMen.com. Reach out, brothers, sisters. Encourage your brothers to reach out. Yes. Because it's time to change the world. Change the world. Well, thank you so much. Thank you thank both. Thank you, Wendy. And thank you for joining us in the sanctuary. And we will see you next time. Peace. Thank you for listening to The Sanctuary. Please follow us at Awaken and Heal on Instagram and on the web at goddess-awaken.com to follow the revolution.